My name is Luke Pritchard, and I'm in a band called The Kooks. I don't have a middle name. Neither do I. Do you not, mate, with, that's like that's brothers, that's yeah. mad. People always can't believe me, you know. I, I say that and they're like, you must have a middle name. I love name. how that's the unbelievable thing. Like, you know, <laughs> like, what, you don't have a middle name? Seriously? Like, yeah, no. <laughs> I haven't really given it much thought. My parents are just really lazy. Yeah, I was born without tonsils and with no middle name. Wow. Yeah, there you go. Podcast over. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yes, welcome to the next episode of Introducing How I Am. I'm Tim Blackwell and uh, thank you for those who got in touch. Re Alex Cameron, our last episode. I could have chatted to him for ages. He has stories about everyone and he's out here real soon. Harvest Rock Festival is literally days away and he shows solo shows on his own. That's generally what solo shows are, as well as uh, with the killers. Hey, I've got to say this though, before we crack on, get this, with the episode. I am about to, oh yeah, crack open a cold can of Coopers. This one's the... What's Cooper's XBA, if you don't mind? Mm. Um, They're our sponsor for today and Australia's oldest independent brewery. Now, before we crack into anything, I'm going to give the beer a signature Cooper's roll, which is now hard for me to do because I've opened it. Damn it. I should have probably rolled it, then cracked it open. But imagine, if you will, I'm rolling the Coopers. Because every Coopers ale finishes its fermentation in the bottle or can, like I've just demonstrated. So we're giving it a gentle roll. You mix through the flavourful sediment. It's that cloudy deliciousness that turns a great beer into the greatest beer. Okay, here we go. Thank you. Now, this is an unopened can of Coopers. And listen to this now if you can. This is the signature roll. As they say at Coopers, roll the beer, unlock the flavour. And that's how we roll here on Introducing. And we're rolling into my chat with Luke Pritchard from the Kooks. I love these guys so much. I first met Luke in Putney in the UK in the very early 2000s. They were just out here on an Australian tour celebrating 15 years of one of the great debut albums, Inside In, Inside Out. Of course, with the pandemic, by the time they were actually here, it was technically 16 years and nine months. But here he is, the amazing Luke Pritchard. That's amazing. Wow. No tonsils. Yeah. I don't know what that means. It's never I mean, has it affected one single day people, of my whole life. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of good, right? Because like, a lot of people have them removed yeah. because you get tonsillitis. Yeah. Maybe it's, um. this is great. Yeah. It's a golden ticket. <laughs> I did not think this is how it'd start. Now, Luke, I've been a massive fan of you guys since the start. And my first ever Australian radio junket in like 2006 mm. was to go to London and interview the Dixie Chicks and the Kooks. <laughs> and I'm presenting you with this. Now, you get to keep this and you can throw it straight in the bin <laughs> after this. This is us uh, in Putney. Oh, my word. Now, you look great. <laughs> you look great. You were peaking then anyway. You were in the front of NME then. <laughs> you were like, you, you, you were shredding. Me, on the other hand, I'm just a radio guy with a watch. <laughs> I, th- <laughs> I think we look quite hip. I yeah. mean, I, we're, we're very thin. Very thin. Yeah. Well, our mother. <laughs> I couldn't afford you know. anything. That's why, probably. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Like, so you get to keep that, and I'm going to get you, you to sign this one. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Thanks. Yeah. I'm going to put that up on my. Um, that could toilet. be like a good pre show thing. Because we are at the Enmore Theatre in Sydney. You're about to go on stage. Yeah. You guys love it here. Yeah, we do love it here. Yeah. Strong connections, deep roots, mm. um, especially with Hugh, uh, guitar player. Um, but we just, yeah, we just got a good, you know, it's always great to be here and great fans. Good We're good vibes. crowds, aren't we? Extremely good crowds. Yeah. Yeah. Really good crowds. And 
Yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know why. There's just certain places in the world where you just connect and Australia. We're, we're generally just thankful that you're here. Right. <laughs> like, oh, God, thank God. <laughs> Someone's coming to see us. Yeah. Yeah, anytime, man. Yeah. Tell us about, so that, that, that photo, and I'll put it up on the socials, but um, mm-hmm. Inside In, Inside Out, that that was, uh, what, January 2006. So let's let's talk about what was December 2005 like for you guys? So pre yeah. the biggest album, just to catapult you. Yeah, we we were living in Brighton um, and basically just playing uh, matinee shows, pub shows, bar shows, um, and just, yeah, living a, a, a it, it was a pretty cool time, man. It was like lots of bands. Well, yeah, Brighton for a, an outsider is yeah. like Fat Boy Slim and now our very yeah. own Nick Cave. Yes. But it feels yeah, like does. it's a, yeah, a place it. to go. We used to see him in the pub, but no one had Dude. the balls to go say hello to him. Of course. Him. There's a great Nick Cave story about how he'd go to his son's school and – this was years ago, and it was like a Father's Day fun run. Yeah. It was like 100 metres, and he is in a black suit with Gucci <laughs> loafers and a cigarette, and all the dads are pelting to the finish line, and he just walks it, and at the end throws a cigarette in the ground and stubs it out. <laughs> so I, I don't doubt that you're scared to go and say I love that. Yeah. What a hero. But apparently, like, I was, I've been watching – I'm a <clears> mad Nick Cave fan. He sits in his Jag in Brighton and listens to an album before he's happy for it to, to be released. Is there something in that, like listening to the your music – in a car versus maybe through your very expensive speakers, I, um, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I, I do. I think there's um, something special about listening to music in a, in a car and getting perspective. It's re- I think it's really hard to get perspective um, when you finished an album. You want to hear it in like different environments. Quite good in a bar, I find. Yeah, I've I've got I have mates who own this bar. I have a very small uh, interest in it, and I would go there. And that reason why I invested in it was just to be to able to go and drink. drink. <laughs> yeah. And I think I've definitely got my investment back with just the booze that I in, in, inhaled. Yeah. Uh, I drink a little bit less than I used to. Mm. But anyway, I'd go in and, and what I'd do is I would put on um, a record, you know, past few records. You put put it on as people are there, just quite quiet and just like things like that get, get perspective. It's like... It's weird. Music is weird because it's so hard to to get a full perspective of how people like consume the music. Well, weirdly, weirdly, TikTok now just goes boom. Yeah. Whereas I remember yeah. taking your CD in yeah. a bag to yeah. a friend's party, <laughs> and you know when <laughs> bootleg. Like, but you know how now is like we'll like cue songs and then you yeah. cue a song and I cue a song. I would then command the CD player and put Inside In, Inside Out on and. <laughs> I remember, but also that was like months after it came out. Like we were like, this was uh, only 2006, but we were like discovering it yeah. in, in Australia. Yeah. Without I, Instagram I mean, I, is basically what I'm saying. Yeah, no big, no big time. And it was, it was very different. Um, but, it, but it, it, this is, I guess the thing is like, um, will people consume music through those places or will it? I don't think so really. People, it just brings people to the music. Mm. You still listen to it. Mm. Um, but yeah, I miss the old days. Oh, I do too. I'm glad we I'm have one foot in the non-Instagram <laughs> grave and the other <laughs> yeah. one outside of it. But but how how was your few months leading up to that album? Because I think you were signed for a few months yeah. leading up to that. Was there like a timeline on you like to get this 41 minutes of music-ish out or was there you had all the time in the world? Because it, like I think six yeah. or seven or even all the songs made it somewhere on the charts. Like it's a, it's a massive album. Yeah. 
um, yeah, it did it it did quite well in the end. But it it, <laughs> it it was what was quite nice for us was we we didn't get a big record deal. We had and we weren't um, things. Yeah, there was time pressures and stuff like that because it was costing a lot of money. We 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 didn't have so how old were you then the buzz at the time. Yeah. How old was I? Um, 18, I could do the maths. Yeah, right. Maybe, like maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe nineteen twenty. So most people are working at Nando's. You're, yeah, you're trying to push out well. an album. No, did you? TK Maxx. I did. <laughs> I tried. It's not the same, but yeah. it's not the same, is it? I well, I tried. To, I tried to. Nando's. I tried to work in Nando's and Burger King, and they turned me down. Yeah, right. But there you go. Anyway, that's another story. But the, that's for another yeah. podcast that I'll do, uh, introducing <laughs> you to the fast food around the world. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it was. Um, yeah, I mean, we just it, there wasn't the kind the that kind of um, expectation, so that was quite good. Like I, um, I think people believed in us and believed in the, the the band, but I think it took people by surprise how big it was, um, mm. and you had other people maybe hyped a bit more. And so, but but yeah, I mean, we didn't have a lot of money to play with, and so bringing Tony Hoffer over, doing pre production, it was quite tight. You know, it was, it was yeah, there was definitely. Uh, pressures to get it all done but we did but then we were so tight man i mean seriously i mean we were we played uh you know we thought we were, we were trying to do the kind of beatles in, in hamburg thing we just played you know two three gigs a day sometimes you know so we were just so when we went to the studio we we just pressed record really and then it's a few overdubs so um, yeah let's go back to that then so yeah. uh you and hugh went did you go to school together uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, we went to two schools together. Okay, so which one of yeah. you uh, tapped the other on the shoulder and said, "Should we do something with this?" And the other <laughs> one went, "Are you serious?" <laughs> it, well, Hugh, Hugh's young, a, a couple of years younger. Okay, so you remember, like at school, um, that was a bigger deal, obviously. Yeah, uh, quite. So <clears throat> we didn't really hang out that much in the in the first school we were at. But yeah, he he definitely he tapped me on the shoulder because I was just playing a tune. I was playing sofa song, um, oh, really? just annoying people <laughs> in the street, um, which I used to do a lot. Busking wise, actually, literally on the yeah, street. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, busking. Yeah, I used to do that a lot, but um, not really for money. Just, yeah, to just play, you know. Well, Joe and, Strummer from the Clash used to say that it, when he used to busk in tube stations, yeah, why learn any more than one song? Because everyone walks past you for thirty seconds. He goes, <laughs> so "You're mad if you learn more than one song." Did you just have sofa song? Just sofa song, <laughs> sofa song, and uh, uh, hanging around by Lou Reed. Oh yeah, okay. But I never learned like the third verse. Good, that's it. So yeah, it's, it's like say, an that's anthem. The, the strummer thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you don't really need it. It's it's a good one. Yeah. It's, it's a good one. Um, and so he tapped so, you on the shoulder. Yeah, so I'm just playing and he goes, hey, man, that's a cool song. <laughs> what song is that? And I'm like, oh, I wrote this song. And he said, shit, shall we do something? So that yeah. that was how it started. Is he always been the serious one? Is that why he's not here now having a beer, hanging out with me? He's probably preparing <laughs> for the show. <laughs> he, yeah, he's, he's got. Re he's really thinking about it. Yeah, yeah he, he is quite, I mean, he's very, he, I mean, he's very technical, Yeah, um, talented dude and quite, uh, you know, you have to have these kind of balances in bands and, I mean, me and Hugh, you know, it's um we're like the odd couple sometimes yeah <laughs> yeah but it but it but it's a balance yeah i'm you know he definitely he uh musically he's quite he does take it very 
yeah, he knows his, he knows his onions, as they yeah. say. Whereas I just sort of float around, I'm like, yeah, it sounds all right. <laughs> yeah, cool, whatever, you know. Well, yeah, you're right. You need you need that. I, I guess though, for like, especially nowadays, like you've been a band for so long. Um, yeah. You obviously get along. Um, do you remember some the, days? Yeah, do you remember? Most days. Do you remember a, a, a spat or in terms of just creatively? You don't have to give us something that will go in the Daily Mail. That's not what I'm after. <laughs> but do you remember times when you were yeah. like, "Well, this song shit house," and the other person goes, "No, this is great. Just believe me." Or, or something. Was it on stage or because it, you've been together a long time? You're touring. You're in Australia together. You fly mm. together. You're staying in the same hotels. Like, yeah, yeah. No, we've had some. Um, we've definitely had some Barney's, moments. as we say here. Yeah, we've had some Barney's. I mean. <laughs> We 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 do all right with it. We do all right with it, but there have been a few. We we had one. The, there was one incident. Oh, this is good. <laughs> there was it's one like in the incident, police station <laughs> uh, that springs to mind, <laughs> yeah. and uh, tensions have been building for okay. quite some time. We toured. We were touring America, and we've been, you know, America will really fuck you up. Um, really, it's just so long. You know, it's like eight week tours. You know? Yeah long and um being in a bus together for long journeys it's a big, anyway, it's a big country according to google maps it's too. A pre, a lot of- <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> exactly long and wide and yes. um which countries respond which, which countries which states were big kook states in the, in the u.s in the states um like yeah new york yeah. california well that's good they're, they're, that's the, they're, they're, they're the two handy be. ones <laughs> <laughs> um not tallahassee tallahassee yeah, yeah. ohio what I was it like in the Columbus, UK? Though, we do right. early, early, early on because obviously the Arctic Monkeys released their debut album the same day as yeah. you, and then from a, an outsider because I got NME magazine, which yeah. meant that in Australia getting NME magazine meant that you got it, but eighteen thousand months before it came, like after it came out, <laughs> like you're like, yeah, keeping up to date. But yeah. it felt like it was a really hot time, and you were hot or you yeah. were not, and there were bands like Razor Light, and there were like Kaiser Chiefs, Who? and. Yeah. <laughs> You know, just to throw them out. Like, what it, was it like? Because you obviously, you made this album not probably thinking it was going to be where it was, but then all of a sudden you were yeah. thrust into this world. No, I, I always like, was like, we're, we're going to, I always tr- kind of had belief. Well, that's good. Which is good. Um, but so I, I always just assume because everyone I speak to, like, I had no idea. <laughs> it just happened overnight. <laughs> no, I, I, I was like sure about it. Just everyone else was, <laughs> yeah. you know. Was, well, yeah, yeah, convince me. <laughs> um, it's all fun. I mean, it was very fun. I think being a part of that time, yeah, there was um, a lot of, it's quite competitive and, and quite debauched and things like that, but it was great. I loved, I loved being part of, um, there was like a scene, mm. like a real genuine scene yeah. um, in Brighton and then in London, you know, it was um, great to, to have that and and you and it, it shouldn't be easy in a way you know it should be a bit yeah. rough and ready I, I think that was cool um and yes there were just ever, so many bands um but you know it made it like quite like you felt like you were part of something kind of thing yeah was it too social sometimes or were you all just um, doing your own thing yeah i mean no because you play a lot of we, festivals like festivals the uk just own festivals yeah the best. Yeah, we used to have, you know, you definitely would be a lot of that. But we, we we would meet people, but we weren't, in a weird way, I think we were not really um, maybe too involved in the kind of 
yeah, like the, the kind of glitterati scene. I think mm. we kind of floated in and out. At least. <laughs> in the, yeah, you can see this guy was what not. What do you mean? You, this guy you, was not getting let into the party after the party, was he? He was standing inside of, outside a plastic table with a brick wall. <laughs> like we're about to do stand up comedy. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I love this picture, man. <laughs> Can't wait to show my wife. What do you think when you look at that picture? Off. <laughs> I think we're too thin. Okay. We between us, we, we needed a hot meal. Us. Yeah. Okay. That's what. <laughs> well, I was about to go and meet the Dixie Chicks after that, so I need oh, I need to shred. How How is that? <laughs> they were fine, I think. Yeah. I don't that's remember. Pretty big deal, though. Well, actually, I, to be honest, I was over there for the Dixie Chicks, and I I, I demanded that I I meet you because I was just obsessed with the album, and I actually put it on my mini disc player Did you? <laughs> to no play way. to travel on the plane so I didn't skip I love that <laughs> mini discs were quite cool weren't they they looked amazing but no I never made they, anything on mini disc no do, do you think they'll they'll be retro like cassettes are now I don't think anyone even knows what they are <laughs> to be retro <laughs> if I said mini disc player to the people in the 20s in this room no they're, not they're shaking their head it's some crazy yeah, do you remember the ones that were just mini CDs no yeah, I I remember. Do do you remember that? Yeah, I had one from like someone gave it to me from like uh, Thailand mm. or <laughs> Tokyo or somewhere. Um, Very different. One's official, one's unofficial. One, yeah, exactly. It was either the the, the fake the version. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. Taipei or Tokyo? Okay. Knows? Oh, well, still again. <laughs> I, well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> knock off or. But it was no, but it was a, it was like these little it, without the, the the case. Yes, but like yeah. a mini. Oh, without the case, yeah. yeah. Right. And you put it anyway. Because I, I love the mini discs because you can control it from your remote control. Oh, so oh. cool! But then no one put Loved anything it. on them. <laughs> I think yeah. I might have even recorded our interview on a mini disc. Oh <laughs> yeah, man, yeah. Um, so let's That's let's great. get forward then. So you, you've obviously put this album out. It's gone bunta, as we say here. It's changed your life. Then Kong. Mm. So is that a pressure time, or is that just? the oh, next thing yeah. that just happens that makes perfect sense yeah no that that was because you I wrote mean, a lot of songs for that album by what i read yeah too too many it's <laughs> probably focused on the songs that i'd written you know it was a, it was a, a hard time because um our bass player was going through a lot of stuff and um you know it was difficult there was a lot of compassion then but i think even more so now you just look back and it it, it was um a lot be still in your early 20s on. So, yeah you know 100% so i look uh, on it quite quite a frantic time mm -hmm. and we had toured so much and i actually think the record kind of it's kind of cool because of it but it's like we just came back um and did it quite quickly and you know really i'd written a lot of songs yeah but it was like we didn't really it just felt like we came straight off tour and we're right back in the studio, like boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And are you a band that works on the road? Like, are you like when you're on, on a tour like this? Yeah. Are you still knocking out new ideas, or are you just like, that's what we get in right. my brain? <laughs> <laughs> but not so much. Um, yeah, you see, this is what I'm saying. I think I find you know you you find that being creative can be better when better served when you're you set a, a, a good sort of foundation for it yeah. um, rather than, I don't know, jumbling stuff, you know. Um, but, but yeah, occasionally something will come up, but I tend these days, I tend to just try and get him the zone in, in the studio. 
It feels from a listener's perspective as well as a fun uh, a fan's mm. perspective that you've never stopped. Like sometimes yeah. now with Spotify happening, yeah. a, a song from the Kooks will pop up and I go, oh, <laughs> new music. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, have you, have you had down like a time or has it just felt like, because it feels like in a good way, by the way, this is a compliment. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not looking at you like that. I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to be smouldering. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it, has, has there been a moment where you've just stepped away or have you just been constantly at it? Because it, it, it does feel like you've never gone away and again in yeah, a good way that's good <laughs> you're not like oh. no we yeah we we've contemplated doing the kind of fake breakup oh for yeah like good two years and then oh yeah i love it when bands the reunion so tour. funny <laughs> yeah, yeah. or the strummer thing i love this the strummer where he like they they pretended he'd gone missing and yeah. then he actually went missing <laughs> yeah. but they they couldn't sell the tickets for the tour so they were like they they put out the ads but, but Anyway, no, we haven't gone away. We we're pretty consistent in terms of two, three years power record, yeah, yeah. And um, I think that we want to want to continue that. Really, uh, it's good. And and yeah, it's like um, you you just it's gotten to a point the band now where it is just like you just adding to this great thing. Like you yeah. know, you just it doesn't feel. Um, the albums feel less of a big deal now. It's just yeah. like you just want to create more music i still feel a freshness you got to keep that going but um you're still jumping around has, on stage huh? you're still jumping around on stage even after oh, covid yeah, yeah good trying. no i am actually <laughs> yeah. yeah after covid yeah my lungs <laughs> so, uh, i got I don't even know, yeah i don't even know if i had it no i haven't had it i i, ne I never tested positive so no middle names i just never no tested covid <laughs> yeah no, no, maybe there's a, a link do you have tonsils here. can i have a look i, <laughs> I do have tonsils <laughs> Tonsils, maybe that's what saved you from COVID. Maybe. Not having tonsils. Yeah. Or just pushing forward or, or lying on rat tests. Or just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tell us about 10 tracks to Echo in the Dark. So this, this is the latest yeah. album. This was another example of when Connection popped up on my Spotify. I'm like, hello, can I go? Yeah, tell us about yeah. this, putting this album together. Was this a COVID yeah. project? Was it a what? A COVID project? Was this? It a, was. Yeah. Well, it started a, a little bit before everything started breaking down. Um because London, yeah, was, London or England was heavy, you know. I know that's a hot take. It was pretty, yeah. It was all pretty serious. Mm. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was. I mean, it was. It, yeah. it was made quite a lot of it was made remotely. I mean, yeah. Listen, it it started out. It started in Berlin. So like, I found. I did. I found. Um, I did a bit of a a, a kind of musical journey going to a few cities, and I really wanted to make an album in in Europe, we've made a lot of albums in LA and I was like, I really want to do something a bit close to home and a bit of a different vibe. Um, but hang on, Conk was your studio where you recorded the first album, wasn't yeah. it? And so then the subsequent albums were overseas, were they? Well, Con yeah, Conk we did in Conk. Yeah, um, makes sense. <laughs> and, <laughs> and some of it was done in LA. Okay. But we, we, we kind of got a taste for LA with Tony Hoffer, who produced the first three yeah. albums, and we went and did Let's Go, um, Let's Go uh, Junk of the Heart. Yeah. We did that in Los Angeles, and then we ended up doing, and then I did most of Listen with Inflow. All the stuff for me and Flow started was in LA, and then we finished it in London. Anyway, anyway blah, blah, blah. We did a lot in, in America. Yeah, yeah. And I was sick and tired of it. 
Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. And I want—I was like, I want to, you know, do something in Europe. Um, You're done with posting photos from In-N-Out Burger. You're like, I'm out of here. <laughs> the American dream is dead. <laughs> oh, you know, it was over. I've driven a Mustang. I've had a burger. I'm out. Yeah, exactly. That, yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know, you, you, you should know really that. two days You've max. Is all you need in America. Two days. <laughs> burger day, Mustang day, airport. <laughs> that's hey, that's good advice. Yeah, there you go. Uh, if I could tell my younger self that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No, I had great, and I listen. I had lots of good mates there, and I was really quite in the music scene there, and I loved it. But I just, yeah, it was a nice time to change things up a bit. But so I, I found this, like, I found um, this producer that I really clicked with, Toby Tobias Kuhn, mm-hmm. who's a bit of a ledge. I mean, he's really quite, quite a dude in Germany. Um, he's worked with a lot of cool like Totenhosen and Milky Chance and like, like loads of ger- great German artists and does a lot of film and TV and stuff. But, but, you know, we just really clicked and, um, you know, it was like the kind of, yeah, light. but I think for both of us, it, it was like a lot of the influences we were talking about when we first met of what we would like to do. Is that when you brought the choir in? in, in, in no, that was, no, no. Sorry, I'm jumping around. Do you a lot. mean that's listen? Yeah, yeah. That was with Inflow. Okay, that was in like that was because that was mental. Two albums ago. Yeah, no, I loved I loved working on that record, man. It was fun. Yeah. What's he, the plan for the show tonight? If, if so, obviously people listening to this are probably yeah. missed out on the show, so that's a shame. But um, what what, uh, what, are, what are you bringing to the Aussie shows tonight? Yeah, yeah. We're gonna play quite a few songs from ten tracks uh, to Echo in the Dark, the new one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is yeah, just to to give a very brief it's kind of 80s indie kind of ish slightly leaning little more like synth poppy kind of vibe um and then we're actually still celebrating our first album yeah. so inside in inside out we're on the 15 year tour but i think it's like Six, 20 years <laughs> yeah, <I was> <laughs> after covid on the way know, here they were like oh they're celebrating 15 years I'm like, i think that was five years ago <laughs> yeah it, listen man it was in the contract doesn't matter I mean, it doesn't matter. It's, oh, the, yeah. it's on the posters man no, they were like we're not gonna bring like the posters it. down no no we're happy you're here don't don't misread oh, that man so so yeah we're gonna play like the whole album um amazing amongst- what's your fight what's your, what's the song from the album that yeah. you still really get a kick out of performing live? oh man and yes, you have to name one. I, you know which one? I couldn't play it for years because of the lyrics. Because you know, you, it's weird. It's funny when when you write an album when you're a teenager. It's kind of funny when you get older because you know it's like it's sort of weird. Well, I played Jackie Big Tits on the radio today, and it nice. felt weird playing it, playing but it also one. felt so so right. I just now I just sing it so sincerely. Jackie big tits in a good way way. (laughs) looking people in the eye like that (laughs) but I mean I was going to say Matchbox which is um, walk all over your cars the kooks are out and it's just funny yeah I love that but it's it's a heavy tune it's like it's weird and kind of cool so I I always get a kick I learned how to play Ula on the guitar did you and then I can't I can't master Seaside I know it looks so simple and it is for you but I just can't (laughs) I can't get my head around it like what (laughs) I've been playing it for a long time yeah yeah you don't have to teach me now but (laughs) got guitar mate can you do it yeah, what? Yeah, I'll hold the mic for you. You yeah, do it. You I'm not going to do it for you. No, you're going to play it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, what? Like, do you want to go to the seaside? Oh, shit. I'm wrong, <laughs> mate. Yeah, oh, so you're down there. So I'm using a capo. That's, that's, so I'm like, oh, you use a capo? Yeah. 
It's just like all bar chords. It's very simple. Okay. I'll, I'll probably look it up again. Yeah. Yeah. And a maiden, a Melbourne guitar. It is, yeah. Yeah. Maton's great, great guitars. Think I, I um, probably get a free one out of this. I'll send it to him. Yeah, do it. They're good guitars, man. I, Maybe I, we can both get one. I, Who wants a mate? Got... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should shout out Drysbone. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I got a free Drysbone jacket you? off them. They're great. So I bought a barber jacket really nice. to go to Glastonbury this year. Oh, did you? Yeah. So we're going with Drysbone. <laughs> no, it turns out. Well, I paid full price for my barber. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what would you like as we leave this uh, interview? What would you like to introduce us to? Is there anyone you're listening to or loving at the moment? Oh, um, we pay it forward here. This is your moment. And it could be anyone. Like it could be old school, it could be new school. And you can hold your own microphone oh, out. <laughs> uh, like I love you, but come on, we've known each other for 20 years. That's right. I mean, me. <laughs> correct. Correct. Um, at Lingun. Yeah, they're wicked. Yeah. Band? Band. Yeah. Okay. Fairly new. Not that new. Okay. Prog Istanbul rock. Very oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Check them out. Right. Yeah, man. 20 years. Yeah. Huge. Can you believe it? I know. Look years, at us man. now. We're not even fatties yet. <laughs> <laughs> Should have seen me in lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> well, mate, uh, thanks for your time. Uh, can't wait to see the show again tonight and lovely to hang out. Thank you so much.